0: The Hat-Trick View with DK Lady Chabalala and Susan Mabena and Ricardo Genesis. let officially welcome you to The hat View.
1: Thank you so much for having me and what a vibe,
0: hey? I mean, what a vibe. you have to explain. Like, we usually do ask our guests, yeah. like, what's your favorite song yeah. Never in our wildest dreams
2: <laughs> That song is it, not a warm-up already. I, I mean I hope it's preparation No warm-up Something's like Nah, let's go straight to the top Why? Let's start <laughs> it <in>. Bro, <laughs> we're already in the
0: mood So you have to explain why This is your favorite song Hi man, I'm I'm here for it
1: it's, it's a damn, but you know what the weird part is that it's actually a funeral song if you listen to mm. the lyrics. It is, it so, is. It's just so weird, mm. but I just like it so, so mm. much. Mm. Um, I think just in general, I listen to a lot of gospel. So sometimes you really just want to, the hill song is great, but you know, nothing slaps harder than for neck mm. when it comes to me and my, my preference, actually. So it's just, I just came across it and I just loved it.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Now uh, we do have you here as part of our Thursday feature where we, we really profile jobs in sport that uh, our, our listeners would uh, generally uh, are interested in and we bring in people of, like, people from different avenues of sports and just to really educate our listeners more on this uh, avenue. And today we are uh, delving into the world of public relations and communications and you own a company, uh, Unorthodox PR and Media Group, which, which also like, houses so many other companies under that whole group. So let's let's speak about um Unorthodox PR and Media Group.
1: Sure, so that was actually started eight years ago this month. We actually celebrated wow. our eight-year birthday. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh very, very crazy. I think I was working for another company at the time. Uh we were in a co working space which was quite an anomaly, I think, eight years ago. Now we have a lot of co-working spaces.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I managed to um, strike up a conversation with the director, the one of the founders of the space. And I said to him, you know, it's such a beautiful space for entrepreneurs. I mm-hmm. um, was asking about price point, but I was just like, why does no one know about this? Yeah. You know, as an entrepreneur, we, we want offices. Well, I know now we work from home, but mm-hmm. like eight years ago, you had it had to be a thing to want an office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't afford it because you're starting out. And now this amazing space is like 1500 per month it's an office that has everything Mm -hmm. it's cool like it's flexible it was my first time seeing such a a cool space and Mm -hmm. it wasn't that limiting yeah so i speak to him i think it was on a friday and he says why don't you submit a proposal about how people get to know about the space i like, okay, cool. Monday we have a meeting. Monday, two hours before meeting, I'm Googling what is a proposal. Yeah. I do not know what it is. Like getting there I talk, I was like, yeah, we can do this. And then I'm just like to him, listen, but just know that I have no experience in this. Mm-hmm. So we will literally be experimenting with you and your money. Are you okay with that? Wow. He's like, okay, sure, go for it. And just write me an SLA. I'm like, cool, I'll do that. After the meeting, I'm Googling, what is it? What is an SLA? <laughs> and then I tell you, I didn't know anything. I literally did not know anything thing because i was just wow. not from that world at
3: all
1: mm. and then you know by the grace of god we just got referrals and referrals and referrals and just the company grew and now we eight years old
2: mm. and like in that eight years uh eight years of running the business you you managed to come up with with the sports division mm-hmm. orthodox sport let's speak about that and just your your relationship with sport you know how did how did it influence you creating a sports division
1: um, I mean besides being forced to play sport at school Yay. I generally just enjoyed gym. Mm. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't that interested, it's just that you're forced, right? Um, so I've never really had a passion for it. But what was interesting is I think the opportunity that we managed to tap into. So in twenty twenty um, I think we were like three weeks or a month into like our first harsh, like lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine that I went to high school with gives me a call. He's, he was based in Durban at the time. He gives me a call. He's like, listen, I've got this friend of mine. He wants to start working on his brand and they're not really doing anything at the moment. So he can actually focus before things get back to normal. Mm-hmm. When we hold to only have 21 days. And then here we are. Um... So I say, okay, cool. Who's this friend of yours? He's like, my cousin, my pimpy. I'm like, hmm? okay, let's
3: see. Google. I,
1: see. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the World Cup pilot by the
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> So I Google, i like, oh, okay. So on the PR side, we normally don't take individuals. We mm. focus strictly on companies and business PR because I'm about to buy a guys. So, no. oh, guys. <laughs> i <and my laughs> So I was just like, "Okay, this looks like an easy win for us. You mm-hmm. know this guy's already known globally. I right, here I'm gonna make my money. Mm. And I think uh, then I got introduced to him. It was such a it was such an organic relationship and mm-hmm. how it developed. He's a very proactive person, which made my job easier, and I applied the principles from p r with managing an individual, so we started getting a bit of attention. And I thought, you know what, I want to separate the two companies. PR needs to focus on companies. Mm-hmm. And then sport can then focus on professional athletes mm-hmm. managing their brands and endorsements. So I thought, you know what, let me just bring this up to Makazole. I say to him, listen, I want to register this company. You're already a client. How's it about if you become a director and we just run this thing? Wow. And he's like, okay, actually sounds like a great idea. Because now one of the things that we had started working on and uh, one of the services that we provide is that we, we start... Um, when we sign on an athlete, we yeah. already start planning for, for their retirement because anything can happen. That's oh. it. This can also fall part of your retirement plan when you're done. You're doing something familiar that you understand. You've or you've gone through the process yourself. Yeah, and I mean, why not? Helps me as well. Gets more <coughs> clients. It's easier. He's like, sure. So in I don't know what it's about. October, But in 2020, October, <laughs> we registered the sports company. And then in November, we just decided, you know, let's rebrand. Let's put everything under one umbrella. So then uh, we rebranded as Unorthodox Group. And then it's got the two subsidiaries under it, which is Orthodox PR and Unorthodox Sport.
0: Mm. Mm. And then also in November, though, in 2020, you also signed World Cup winning um, player Ulu Kanyo M as a yes. client. So talk yes. us through that yes. moment.
1: Um, so I think those guys are like basically one person.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) 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 They're
1: one person. Mm -hmm. Besides the slight age difference, they're basically twins. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, Lukanyu obviously spending a lot of time with Makazole saw what we were doing with his brand. But I was shocked that no one had signed both players. Mm -hmm. Besides their agents Mm -hmm. who signed them up to clubs uh, from a brand uh, endorsement perspective, nothing. Nothing. And I was just shocked because, you know, those guys won us a World cup. So of started inquiring, um, and we just signed a contract, and I've uh, been with us since two, yeah, about two
0: years. And, you know, obviously, we're listening to you. You speak about how everything was just so foreign, you know, in terms of how you had to Google certain things sure. because, you know, that wasn't the world that you were accustomed to sure. because you actually studied BCom Economics and Econometrics. You were, you were BCom Economics and Econometrics graduates. Yes. Um, When did you realize that, okay, I'm done getting this, you know, uh, uh, BCom, but actually I want to venture into something different?
1: I didn't know what I wanted to study in varsity. so I was never really attached to my to my qualification as well. I closed my eyes and I literally went iny mini miny mo landed there. I, I was w- like, okay, I, that's I what know I'm doing. you are
0: that intelligent. No, 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 moment of so. silence. Hold up. <laughs> Wait, this oh, hold. up. No, no, no. This is the this is no, second guest <laughs> who's done this. That's not fair. This is How? the second guest
2: who's done this. Remember, <gasps> we had another guest. They were also like same thing. Iny mini, mini, is mo. I chose this. Yeah, yeah. Second guest. So hey. Uh, maybe God is telling me something. I'm not saying anything. No,
0: but no, we need to speak about God's favorites, though. Ah. <laughs> you just decide, J. economics, econometrics, you know. just flourish. Ah. okay but I think, you know,
1: <laughs> Like, poverty is great, but other than, I think, being a doctor or maybe a lawyer or an engineer or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm finding that I'm actually using my qualification in businesses now. Nice. But I think for the past, I don't know how many years, it hasn't really. It's just a thing. For me, it was, uh, okay, here's my certificate. I give it to my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I've now fulfilled what you wanted me to do. Mm. Now can I do me? Yeah. type of thing. Uh, but I actually, I, I would go back and do it now knowing what I know, but that's just how I got into it. Mm. And then, so I think in my third year, I decided I'm not doing honors. I, I don't really like school that much. Mm. Yeah,
0: It's differing. always the case. The clever ones don't like school.
3: Hey, the ones mm, who are intelligent. Many more. Yeah, if I'm <laughs> a <college> student. <laughs> it's
0: just
1: never my thing. I yeah. have issues even now with the education system. <laughs> I think it's so flawed, you know. Um, so when I was in my third year, I then worked for a tobacco company. I got approached to work for a tobacco company for nine months. Yeah. And we worked a lot with um, trends and just uh, behaviors of people. So I think that started the whole process because I really love studying people mm-hmm. and you know almost trying to predict their behaviors. What do they think about? What do they think about now? What are they consuming? Which is very closely related to PR because you manage perceptions. Mm-hmm. So I think that sparked mm-hmm. it. But I did not know that I wanted uh, to start a company. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked that part of it. So I think... I've been employed for about 18 months in total in my life. Mm -hmm. About three or four different jobs. I was never really good at staying at one place. But (laughs) within um, all of the the positions that that I was put into, I always gravitated towards PR. But I just didn't know what it was then. Mm -hmm. So I think I just found my way over time. And I was just like, oh, this is what it is. And then I sort of then upskilled myself by attaching myself to people that have been around um, the industry for quite a while. Google's obviously my best friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know what people are doing (laughs) to And I think I just am fortunate and lucky enough to find something that aligns with my personality and my interests and I can also make money from it. Mm.
2: And in the eight years you've been running this company, you started the sports division in 2020, two years running now. In that two years, how much have you, you you've had to adjust or just like unlearn a lot, of, a lot of what you've known? Because like I can imagine sports, it can be you know a new battleground in terms of PR. Like How much did you like, really need to upscale yourself in so many areas in terms of what the sports world requires from a PR standpoint of view?
1: Mm. So I think the, the biggest thing for me was being um, just very professional about things. So I treat my clients now also as if they're companies and they're entities. Mm. So in a normal entity, you know, we need to see what their business goals are and then how do we amplify it using PR. So, it's it, I think I just adopted a lot of that, but also with individuals, you know, them, We need to know their personal lives. So favorite snacks so are important, and, mm-hmm. and and I'm also not that person to get too. I think too personal. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the adjustments that I've had to make. Um, being around a lot of men, oh yeah, mm. no, being,
0: oh, yeah, yeah being around a lot of men. I think you need to uh, you, you need to tell us more about that and the challenges, you know? Yeah. because we Part do use challenges, yeah, yeah we do use this platform to kind of school those who are looking to venture mm. into a similar career that you are in. Mm. So you need to Especially you know,
2: um, for the <laughs> women, yeah, who might be interested mm. in doing the same thing. Those challenges of being around men a lot.
1: So uh, sport is a boys club, mm. um, you know, and, and I think the more you also know your value and your client's value, um, the more boys clubby it gets. Mm. And it, it's very clicky. I will not lie to you. Um, you need to know how to use your strengths. Yeah. So I think luckily for me, I had these amazing clients to start off with. So people would take a, a almost immediate and serious response. And then I think also how they then treated me as um, their manager was also very important in the sense that um, in as much as, yeah, we can have a deal and they need to be comfortable or not with it, but they always gave me the authority to say, you know what, you know what's best, so you let us know how you feel about it. These are my thoughts, but um, the the buck stops with you. Mm -hmm. So that helped a lot. But I think for women, it's very clicky. Um, There are very few women in, in sport, but I've been seeing quite a lot of them lately and I've always been saying, guys, we need to form our own clicks because no one is going to let you in. They don't let you in unless you have something that um, they want. So it, it, it's very much like, I mean, I've been called the assumption of being called Mr. Says Money on email, of which wow. I don't correct. Mm. Really? I don't correct it till we have a meeting and they're like, oh, oh,
0: mm, mm.
1: oh, it's you. Like, yeah.
0: Yo. Mm. You actually mentioned females, right? And um, what you'd like. Um, from females, um, just in terms of, um, you know, teamwork, support. Mm. Um, what has your experience been with females in this industry? Mm. Because um, some have said that uh, females do become very competitive instead of having one another's back. Mm. Um, I don't know now um, how it is. Well, we all have personal experiences, but I just want to hear yours.
1: Yes. Um. Listen, this narrative of women being competitive and not working with each other, I think, spans across a lot of industries. Um, but there are also women who love collaborating. Mm. I mean, in the PR, before I got into sport, in the PR world, um, there was this lady, I'd never even met her, and she was already giving me tips and hints on proposals when I finally do pitch the company. that We met for the first time when I pitched. Mm. And the way she sold me was just so amazing. So... Uh, There are women like that Um, We recently hosted uh, Dan Carter for dinner Three weeks ago on a Monday Wow! And I made sure that everyone knew That it's a black woman owned business Mm. That was responsible for that Because they went to the Sevens in Cape Town And then they did did a few coaching clinics here in Saints Before he flew back to um, New Zealand Mm. So I mean I I stalked her on LinkedIn actually and then we had coffee. She's like, oh my God, I'm so glad that there's another woman in sport and whatnot and whatnot. And now we're actually planning another beautiful event that's happening in December. Africa cares that it might just bring one of the um, international retired uh, female black uh, tennis champs. Um, but Serena. Serena. <laughs> <laughs> the sister. mean,
3: <laughs> so that's a
1: black woman right there. Mm. You know, so it's, 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 um, I'm not discrediting anyone's um, experiences mm-hmm. with you know what they've experienced what they've seen or they've felt but I think for me because I have this huge motion of pushing for collaboration especially when it comes to women that I also attract those women Yeah. but I think with the women I've encountered in sport immediately it's just like why haven't we worked together there's even this group that we have um, on WhatsApp it's women in sport mm. from journals to people that do what I do just women involved in every single phase of sport and it's great we congratulate each other we share opportunities there and it's just women Mm. so
0: what are your highlights in your career because we can't always focus on the challenges the negatives you know and i'm sure that the ups outweighs the downs
1: uh definitely Mm. (laughs) (laughs) we do tend to focus i think it's such a human thing on the negative things because when we're too happy Mm. we're just like when is this gonna end Mm. um sure i've had so many i don't even know where to start i think just from the very beginning eight years ago having a client um that says i'm willing to spend Mm. on you even though you're not experienced Mm. for me that's a win and then also going as far as referring Mm. um i think we did some work for world economic forum when it was in cape town in about 2018 2019 um so that i think was a big milestone on the pr side for me on the sports side, of course, signing my two texts.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a, like a, that's a gift that keeps on giving, mm-hmm. uh, being uh, thrust into that uh, world. So, sure, what else? I
3: don't
2: it's
0: know. Too much. <laughs> which is a good thing, yeah, actually. Good thing. And,
2: and just on, on that note, you know, like, still saying with the sports division, have you been enticed to get other clients outside of the sport of rugby?
1: Definitely. Um, So we recently signed... I think she's an athlete, but she's not really a conventional athlete. But we recently signed Akonama Kalima as well, the first mm. female FIFA
3: certified referee
1: in SA. Mm. Um, oh, she's one of our clients, as well. I think we did that signing two a ago. A referee? Yeah.
0: Wow. Was, yeah, we spoke to her just yeah. before the G Sports yeah, Awards. Yeah, I remember her. Looking all beautiful. Mm. I what a yeah, that's like a winner.
2: A referee with a PR agency. That's an orthodox. Yeah, unorthodox yeah that
0: is. <laughs> <Hence> <laughs> an <laughs> orthodox sports.
2: <laughs> so wow. her,
1: she's not you know people wouldn't say she's an athlete but I mean she runs 30 kilometers per game she's a legend (laughs) she's a legend you know and I think that's such an amazing story to tell as well so I think her and then um, we've got one more soccer signing I can't really announce. Mm,
2: the first uh,
0: <laughs> Hint, hint, Diana, <laughs> so you won't ask together. too many questions. <laughs> is this it is a defender or a striker? <laughs> <laughs> My lips are sealed. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that as well. Um, I think soccer should be an interesting one. I'm really keen on that. I mean, I'm from the Eastern Cape, so I basically grew up on rugby.
0: But soccer, mm. not so much, so it would be very interesting to learn about how that world works. But mm-hmm. why Eastern Cape a support? Too much, and let's take over. No, they're very supportive. Eastern Cape, Lil yo, I know. Talk about, yeah, no, they, they, they're very supportive of one another. Um, what advice would you give to? Um, those who want to venture into this career, I mean, you spoke about the kind of hard work that you had to put in. Google is your best friend. And I think people are so lazy. And I mean, you know, that's the most simplest thing ever. But it's so overrated that people, when you say Google it, why are you asking? You know, Google has all the answers. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you're being mean, you know. Yeah. And you really are not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, especially coming from an individual who had no idea. Um, what they're getting themselves into. Um, So just kind of highlight, you know, the hard work that you have to put in, the advice Mm. that you think they need to know.
1: So what you mentioned about Google, that's important. And I think no matter what industry, and being Mm. proactive, because if you're going to go and do research before you start anything, that's you being proactive. Mm. To being an employee and being promoted, to starting a company, to venturing into a different industry, you need to be proactive because no one is there to baby you. At all Mm -hmm. We all have our own goals We all have our selfish goals Of which we should No one's going to baby you Unless also someone Has seen that you've been proactive And you really can't do any further But I can impart knowledge on you Then that's a totally Different thing altogether But I think just networking And networking Um, I remember I used to stalk people. I'm a stalker, guys. That's also good. I'm going to open a forensics (laughs) company. That's also good. It
0: (laughs) it can be a positive thing. You're stalking for a reason, you know? Like,
1: I would stalk. We've got Facebook. This Mm, one is at this event. I'm mm, there because mm, I can't reach you over the phone. mm. You know? So, those are some of the things that you have to do. Uh, force yourself to be in uncomfortable situations mm. and environments. That's how you learn, you know. Um, also, just be smart about your interactions. You might not like certain people, but they have what you need. Mm. So, very important people skills. Mm. Very adaptable. Be mm. proactive. Uh, make sure that what you're offering is is what people actually want as well. Because sometimes I feel like people come and they bring presentations, but you're not solving anyone's problem. Mm. So what are you actually here for? Mm -hmm. So I think once uh, you've done that, I think 80% of the work is, you know, uh, your mentality and just you, your inner work. And then the other things, the tangible things you can get. Because, you know, especially being black, we were not born with a lot of privilege. Mm -hmm. But what we do have is we are adaptable as black people. We do well under pressure because we don't have an option yeah. um, and just finding and, and and honing in on those skills yeah, and then I swear everything else will be easy. It might take a while uh, it's very frustrating process, but other than that, if you don't do the inner work, yeah. nothing's gonna work out for you
2: yeah i'm you know certainly yeah I'm certainly sure that we we answered a lot of questions in terms of this. This, this field of PR communications for a lot of the li- listeners who are are interested in, 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 in pursuing this career and it's been an absolute pleasure just having you here in studio. You are an absolute vibe. Thank you so much for your time and we wish you all the best in all your endeavours moving forward and to the next eight years. Cheers, yeah?
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully I'll see you guys soon. I'd love to have a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know, we'd like to attend your event. Let's work together. Let's collaborate, <laughs> let's collaborate. but before I let you go. <laughs> There's another song that um, you actually requested that we play as uh, a Tams free mind. Yes, uh, I'm obsessed with her. Is free it? mind, yeah. you free just mind. love it. Love,
1: love, love her voice.
0: All right, then let's take a listen as Sebaba Aloe actually signs out. Thank you so much for tuning
2: in. DK, Siswe, and Ricardo, The Hat Trick View.